Welcome back. Episode 6, Broken Boney, hosted by yours truly, AJ Metzen. This podcast is hosted on Anchor. It's available on all streaming platforms, like I say, every week. So anywhere you can find a podcast, you'll hear me talk. Quickly, I'm going to plug the YouTube. Why? Because I'm uploading the Zoom interviews. I uploaded Jaden's last week. I'm going to upload the one I did this week, tonight. Just a different way to watch the podcast. Some people may enjoy actually watching the vis- the visual portion rather than just the audio. So check that out if you haven't. Broken Boney on YouTube. Leave a like, subscribe, the whole nine. It means the world. It is November, November, Prostate Cancer Awareness Month. Donate if you haven't, Movember.com. I got my cheesy porn stash growing. My mom roasts me for it on the daily. My friends roast me for it on the daily. But I don't got to go out. I have to see very little people. I'm very happy with it. So I was like, you know what? Might as well give it a shot. Now's the time. If you guys didn't, if you guys didn't notice last week, I did get a new mic. Shout out the absolute stellar salesperson at Matt Crusoe for the recommendation. I could not be happier. I'm trying to upgrade it, trying to make this sound better, the audio, the video, whatever I can do to bring the best possible content. We're working on it. I'm keeping the intro short. Why? Because we have an absolute banger interview with a lifelong friend, my old neighbor, an absolute rock star, Matt Fraleno. We talked about old times. I mean, I've gone back with him. We basically came with the wound together. We shot the shit. We were both hood rats, little little shits running around uh, running around town doing all types of dumb stuff. We get into that. We had an absolute great laugh. We were FaceTiming before quickly to just kind of figure out what we wanted to talk about, give them a heads up on some of the stuff I'd be asking, and we were absolutely crying. So I was like, yo, we got to stop. We got to save this for the podcast. Let's record it now. So that is that's a little bit to look out for. I promise you it's, it's, worth, the, uh, it's worth 35 minutes. It was an absolute blast. I'm going to send that over now. Enjoy. All right, coming on now, podcast, Broken Boney, my longtime pal, the man, the myth, the legend, my old neighbor, one of my best friends, and one fucking hell of a guitarist, Matthew Verlano, welcome to the show. I, I, I got to say, I am flattered beyond belief to be on the show. Podcasts are part of my everyday routine, and now I get to be on one with the, with the guy I grew up next to, so what's better than that? Nothing. I, I'm pumped. I was fucking, this was definitely one of the more anticipated ones. I knew we got a couple banger stories. First, yes. uh, give, give me a little about yourself. Name the whole the whole shebang. Okay, my name is Matt Falano. I just turned 13 yesterday. Um, <laughs> go to height. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm 22. My name is Matt Falano. Uh, me and AJ, we grew up next to each other, neighbors. So we've known each other for a long time. Uh, something interesting about me right now, I'm still in school. I go to university. Uh, I'm in computer science. I'm going to be graduating this year. Hopefully, <laughs> we're going to hope that we graduate this year, right? With yeah, COVID. Fox, facts. And uh, I do software development. <clears throat> well, seriously, man, now everything's all up in the air with COVID, right? But I'd imagine we're going to be graduating. I'll probably be doing one of those virtual graduations, with, uh, which absolutely sucks, but whatever. Yeah. And uh, so we got that going on and uh, I play in a band too, like to make music, like dangling with my friends. That's, that's really it. Got a girlfriend and that's a simple life, eh? just a simple guy, simple life, simple man. What can you do? You know, you have to try and keep things simple in this world. The way things are going simple is the best way sometimes. Yeah. You just sit in your basement, rock out. I remember you posted the one story of you just shredding in your basement. And I was like, yo, either your place, your, is your, your basement's not soundproof, is it? My ba- so my basement's not soundproof. That night, I was super excited. I don't know what happened. I think I was just playing by myself. And I was in, yeah. sometimes you get in these these zones. And I was in yeah. one of those zones. So it was like, I think like 11 o'clock, 1130, something stupid like that. So crank up the stereo. I'm like, screw this. Threw down Instagram live. And I just went for it. And I was yeah, having you were a giving it. Oh, I was having a blast. I was sweating. I was running around dancing. I was having tons of fun. But then about, I think it was when I was playing Life in the Fast Lane by the Eagles, probably about 
three minutes in right after the solo I, I go and look at the screen and it's black and i'm like what the fuck and there's a bunch of text on the screen Can, we could swear on here right yeah we, absolutely we, okay okay so i'm like what the hell so i go I, I look at the screen and it says that i got kicked off because i guess i think they have like a shazam that goes on and listens to the music you're playing and the eagles are super super copyright central right you can't play oh, yeah. any of their music like so they they, they can me so i was still sitting there for probably about three minutes just rocking out like banging my head going crazy and then i look at the screen i was offline for like you're black you're blacking out just giving her totally by myself yeah what are, what no, are the I, what do your parents say then if you're just shredding at 11 30. you know what man honestly i think about this a lot because see so now that i can actually play the instrument it sounds a lot better so yeah, if, people, you know, if it's loud at least it sounds better but when yeah. i first started playing i sucked and i was horrible and i was not good at all and when i went away to school i when i went to laurier for a year i had been playing for maybe about a half a year at that point so i still sucked and i brought my amp with me i brought my guitar i lived in res so i would turn this thing up all the time so my whole entire guitar playing life thus far I annoy the fuck out of everyone around me, but for some reason, people keep me around. They don't, they don't hate me. I don't know. I don't know what they think, to be honest with you. I tell you one thing. If, if I was upstairs trying to watch TV and someone's downstairs trying to play, you know, stairway to heaven solo, and it sounds like shit. I'd, I'd be like, dude, yeah. I'd be like, stop playing. You yeah, go outside, enough. find a different spot. But, every, but everyone put up with me for some reason. And I could have just plugged headphones in, but that's not the same. You know what I mean? No, you got to let it fly. You got to oh. let it fly. It's like, he can't just plug headphones in. You've always been the big music guy. I think you were the guy, if anyone was born in the wrong generation, like you were always into the old school shit, eh? Without a doubt. I mean, I, a lot of my music taste that I have, the oldies that I like is because of my parents. Because when I was playing traveling sports, we were on the road every weekend. And I mean, my parents would crank all kinds of tunes, Sticks, Bon Jovi, you know, a lot of the classics. Those are some of their favorites, but they also have Journey, Eagle. So I grew up, I had like, my, my computer had all this data in it, okay, yeah. of all these oldies. But when I, went, when I was playing hockey, I was listening to all rap. Because, you know, that's what you're kind of listening you to. You're fired Eminem. up. You're getting fired up. So you listen to all that stuff. But I didn't, a lot of the new stuff I didn't like. So I would listen to even the old school rap. Yeah, the, you the you introduced me to a lot of the old, the Wu-Tang. All of that. Wu-Tang was the one. The whole, the whole West Side Coast, you know, West Side Connection, all of that. I loved all of that. Snoop Dogg and the Dog Pound, all yeah, of that. Okay. I that was my that. scene. And I was, in high school, I wanted to be a rapper. Not actually. I, I like the idea of rapping. Yeah. Actually, remember we started that? We, we did that. that rap group. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot did. about that. Atlantis with Palomario and Caruso. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if those files could ever be dug up. I remember we tried that for a week, and it was just. Oh God! I deleted one of the whitest of country shit. kids you could ever find. I deleted know? all of that shit. I, I thank God I don't have that on my computer anymore. But that was when I realized, like, I liked the idea of making music, but it's pretty hard to just learn how to rap. Oh, and a, I'm, yeah, I'm you got to be you got to kind of be born with it. You got to be, there's so much to, you got to have the look to it. The, the, the voice has to be certain deep. I'm, I don't fit that description. So then all of a sudden guitar just kind of, that's a long story, but that just kind of came into my life. And now I've been playing instruments since then. And, and now I'm like, perfect. I found something I could get good at. I could practice it. I could make music how I want and I yeah. can enjoy it without having to totally suck being a rapper. When you said Bon Jovi, I was like, let the record show. I don't think I've met, ever, ever met any bigger Bon Jovi fans than your parents. I mean, that yeah. shit was on 24-7. 24-7, Yeah, like, so it's funny. My dad likes Bon Jovi too. Uh, yeah. but he's definitely become a bigger fan because of my mom, because of her, you know, rubs on off after yeah. a, a while. So happens in but marriage, yeah, you know? everything, everything rubs off, unfortunately, the good and the bad, right? Yeah. But uh, no, yeah, we have like a fucking Bon Jovi autograph football. 
all kinds of stuff from him. My mom's yeah, a diehard fan. I like I like his music. He makes anthems. You know, he's a stud. He's a fucking you know great musician. But yeah, uh, the whole the whole rock star lifestyle. I love watching those docs. The um, what is it like the Queen doc? What was it? What was it called? Um, uh, like the movie or, or yeah, the or movie. The, the movie. Uh, unbelievable. Man, that shit was and uh, the dirt. The dirt was like well, fuck, that was. Well, like, I was about to say that's the thing now. Is eh? they're doing that like the dirt uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. There was another. Well, they did that with rappers too. That was a while ago. Like they had Eight yeah. Mile Eminem. They had uh, Fifty Cent. I've always loved those movies where they do that yeah. on the artist. Though, those the, the, up dirt, and up. the dirt and Bohemian Rhapsody. Watching those, I was like, yo, those yeah. guys lived a fucking life. Dude, that was that was a different time, man. There's there's a lot of crazy stuff. Like even if you look into like Led Zeppelin and you look into some of the um, stories about them and some of the partying stuff, like it was totally a different time. That'll never no ever happen again. They were It'll doing never... cocaine, like I was drinking water. Yeah, those guys were. It was it was crazy, man. I mean, those guys would be. You know, if you look at Kiss, Ace Fraley, the lead guitar player, he used to unscrew his uh, two his four by twelve cabs and just load drugs in there. So when yeah, they would be touring was... across the world, I love those stocks. Fire me up. There's so there's something about him that's interesting because like we all know that that's not a life that we can live, but we find no. it so thrilling that other people did, and we want to watch and we want to learn about it. We want to be like, what'd you do? You know, what was it like, right? Yeah, it's like those videos. It's like me on my way to my nine to five, listening to like Snoop Dogg talking about how he killed three people. It's like I'll never live that, but I'm so intrigued by it. Well, of course, man. And it's like there's it, it, it kind of makes the artist a bit more interesting too. There's nothing worse than when you you, you love an artist and it's like this is great, and then you, you kind of there's an interview and they're dry they're, yeah. they don't have, they're lame they don't really have anything interesting so many kind of boring like, you're kind of like oh well fuck you know it's more much more interesting when you get someone who's very uh eccentric very mystique or something totally very, opposite of you basically yeah totally exactly right yeah. there's something about that that's interesting but those guys live like man nikki six died and came back to life like come on okay i lived uh who are you gonna meet that's gonna be like, yeah i partied so hard i died and i got revived and then i wrote a star i wrote a song called uh, kickstart my heart and it became one of our biggest songs and i made millions it's a it's stories you'll never think you'll hear and it's like you just want to you want to i just want to be a fly on the wall for those parties and just see what the hell went on well and isn't it interesting that every time that song comes on now kickstart my heart i mean at least 20 to 35 guys at a party ram their head through the wall at the same time the minute that <laughs> song comes on it's like the energy from that song is huge and it's funny because if you look at the story of why it was written it was like dude literally died got revived and then wrote kickstart my heart and now yeah, but everyone's just raging to it and everyone loves it right because that you get that adrenaline in the song i was gonna start it off by saying how we met but to be honest i don't know if i could ever tell i don't even know one of us came oh. to someone's door said yo <sighs> Come outside. This is this is the story. This will happen. So I was at home and I had no friends when I was a kid. So my mom was like, "Hey, there's this little kid next door. He's got a sister. You should go talk to them. Little make a friend, all right? Yeah, exactly. So I came over next door. I knocked and I saw AJ. And it was love at first sight. That that's yeah, that was what happened. Ah, man, that must have been so early. Like, I don't even know, honestly, dude. I don't even know. Like, I don't even think we really can know because I grew up there ever since I was a kid. I was born yeah. in Mill Creek. I grew up there for. I think I moved when I was like 14, maybe. So I grew up there for 14 years ever since I was a kid. And you were there just as long. Probably so just like, the bus stops. We just united at the bus stops. I guess so. Around. It's just like my earliest memory. I remember seeing you and I remember seeing your sister and, and my sister too. Because she was she's only three years older than me. You're closer to her age than I. Yeah, so well, it was, was all that, four that of us. Too. And yeah, all four just, of us, yeah. The Sam, what was it? Was remember, it oh, I was just about to say that. I was just about to say, remember we made that fort called Sam? You used to have, yeah, this, in the back. <laughs> 
fucking genius. S A M M. Sean A J Matt Michaela. Super fucking original. Genius. And that and then that guy, my neighbor, started dumping all of his grass there. <laughs> yeah, you remember that? Yeah. I went back there one day. I had a fit. I almost had a heart attack. I went in that bush and I see a fucking heaping pile of green grass, freshly cut grass. So I knew this this guy just cut the grass. So I, I went and I wrote a sign. I took a first I took a branch okay I went a branch <laughs> off a tree forward so it made like a like it was like an arm that you can't go out and then I put a paper side and said no more dumping Dumpin'. so <laughs> so he, <laughs> I was stupid man like in the bush I, he knows it's me okay so he goes to my mom and <laughs> he's like uh, hey I saw your son sign in the bush <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, I think he's got a little fort there or something. He's like, I, I dumped my grass there. He said private he doesn't property. Want me to. Yeah, it's a private property. Private property at seven years so old. He, so he, he asked my mom. That's only, you only get neighbors like that in Mill Creek. He's like, do, do you mind if I, I still dump my grass there? And she's like, yeah, don't listen to anything he does. But yeah, that fort lasted for probably two weeks. And it wasn't even a fort. It was just a bush. Man, yeah, we it, we thought it was like some jungle. It was like probably like 20 yards deep. It was hilarious. We, we, we had rampant imaginations, though. Oh, man, it was the, the childhood. We were we were spitting before the show. We were just trying to brainstorm some stuff. And like we were I, I haven't laughed that hard in a minute. I was like, we got to cut it off and save it for this because we were absolutely dying the stories we had. Well, let's get into it. What? Give me. First one that comes to mind, your favorite, favorite. The first one. one that comes to mind is absolutely hands down when your dad ate shit off the jump. That was that. And not only does that come to mind because you were there, we had like the whole neighborhood was there. Yeah. We had all, we had like all of our friends there. Cause so what we used to do is we had these jumps and I had plastic a very, ramps. we had a plastic ramp. Yeah. Well then Jared, oh, his dad bought a nice that super nice one. Remember yeah, that one? Yeah, the was, like, metal one. It didn't like, move. Steel. Yeah, yeah, we needed to load it in a car to bring it places. So we lived in this neighborhood and I had this really steep driveway. So we used to set up this ramp kind of on an angle and, and the side of the driveway went off into AJ's front yard. So we would just just bomb it like we would just ride our bike as hard as we could and we would just hit jumps and fly and fly and fly and we actually did so with great success I'm, I'm pretty surprised so I don't know why your dad came out that day and he wanted to hit the jump but like usually he doesn't he would just no you know, he's a very just kind of guy yeah and they would just kind of see us doing our thing and they'd just be like whatever but that day he was having a great day and yeah. he came outside and he was <laughs> you were riding your bike and he just kind of waved you over and i'm like what's going on here i'm thinking like oh maybe aj's gotta go or something you got grounded for the 17th time <laughs> his dad was like, your dad wanted to ride the bike and then he was gonna hit the jump so we're all like hell yeah so we're all like nice like, let's go so you know he's going 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 and it was like if you could imagine going as fast as you can as hard <laughs> as you can and just hitting a curb straight on and just flying over the handlebars he didn't pull up he didn't pull up at all so we were all just we like we all wanted to laugh. <laughs> we first of all, we knew he was okay. Cause he landed in the grass. So we're yeah. like, okay. He's going to be fine. But we all, I wanted to die laughing, but we couldn't oh. because like, I'm like, what do you, what do, you do? Right. So he just kind of got year old man. Just sale on the front. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's just swan diving in the air right into his old front lawn. And we're all the kids are just sitting there watching him do it. And he's like, he gets up. He's like, I forgot to pull up. Yeah, that was like, it. Just, just I forgot to I forgot to pull off, and that, so that was probably one of the funniest stories. Uh, it was definitely a be there moment because if you could just picture John oh, through the air, just the content was, man. He must have had like oh, one an extra Bud Light that day, and he was feeling. I don't, like he was I don't think he ever touched a bike after that. No, and <laughs> the thing was, was is he rode bikes, so you think he would have known that when you hit a jump, you got to pull up. But I guess that was outside of his expertise. He did not. You sure? I think you sold you sold your bike shortly after. <laughs> 
after that probably incident. get so mad it's like this kind of biking <laughs> stupid get rid of it hold the bike i'm done with, i'm done with bmx biking that's how man you always had that daredevil i remember like i you got to be born with it we used to go to belarusian like this bike spot we'd hit all the jumps i was always the biggest pussy when it came to that i hated it i could never commit to it i remember the one time i got a skateboard and we were sitting at the end of my driveway and i was just going down the driveway and like you guys were doing it you and blake antonello were just doing it over and over and over again it's like right, i'm gonna give this a shot and I, yeah i just i our yard sailed on i didn't pull like i don't know how to skateboard I, still, I i remember that i actually remember that because you had a nice skateboard i ended up trading getting your wheels off you the red wheels you had yeah. a nice board yeah i uh it was because of people like blake because i would be around people like him who were like way more daredevilish than me they would yeah. try like they, they had way more balls and i would be like well you know fuck if they can do it i can do it right and it's uh, like yeah. bad attitude to have when it comes to shit like that because it's like no if they can do it you probably can't do it and launching yourself up higher isn't going to help right? <laughs> i learned that the hard way i didn't figure i just thought i could do it like everyone else and i ended up catching my wheels and just sending it onto the pavement well, well now i think about it and i'm like how the hell did i do any of that stuff like there's oh, no way man. i could do any of that I, stuff now if you if you even tried to to get me to go and and uh what's it called when you uh, drop in on a, a quarter oh, a ramp yeah the, i used to go yeah. to the skate park and do that i was like yo never i'll yeah. never be yeah. i used to go to the skate park and i used to do that and i got good at just doing that <laughs> that's all i would do i was just dropping all day long because i couldn't do anything else but uh that I, I would not be able to do that now if i tried to do that i'd fall and break my head i'm like the yeah no i tried i we got my roommate left her longboard here and i, I went i went to go take it down by the water nice. and i uh I got around the corner. So I literally left my house, went left, went down the road, sent the scape, this thing 10 yards down the road. I just, they fly. It. Oh man. They I fly. And I realized I was like, yeah, it's not for me. I'm way too close. I actually, I actually love longboarding. I got back into it. I, uh, I don't, do you remember that longboard I had? Yeah. I remember that. You remember you yeah, had everything. I, you had a BMX, a skateboard, yeah, a longboard. I, a I used to, oh, I was right into that. I loved all of that stuff. I was right into that. Yeah. I had, I still have the longboard. So I use that. I got back into it. Longboarding. I don't mind. Cause you can, it's, you're not trying to do tricks. You could go, but they, they are definitely trickier to control because of how oh, fast they are. Man. I and if you, brutal. if, if actually I, I went down second line hill on the longboard. Did you just bomb it. Well, okay, so it's you want to talk about yeah, you want to talk about daredevilish. So the guys I play in a band with, my lead singer Adrian and the drummer Willie, they both skateboard and they're actually pretty good. So they have cruiser boards as well, and they're just like, let's go riding. I'm like, okay, so you know, we go riding around, and then they're like, uh, you guys want to go down Second Line Hill? And I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. So no, I'm thinking like we're not actually going to do this, like and we, we're, we're climbing up the hill, and then it's like, okay, let's go, and the, and they just lay their boards down and go so i'm like what the fuck like do i go do i not go what do i do what do i do, <laughs> do I die? so i'm do looking I around i'm like i'm like go so i just go and it was it was terrifying for the first five seconds because the board only gets faster and faster Yeah, there ain't no if stopping you, on that thing there's no stopping if you carve you can get it to kind of slow down but you can't carve second line hill because you're gonna get no. cranked right so <laughs> you, you can't you can't carve that hill you have to just kind of go straight so i'm looking at them and they're just like oh, oh, oh. they're just going down having a blast and i was shitting my yeah, pants just every second of the way so i was like I, i'm either gonna bail here or i'm gonna keep going and you're not gonna bail don't bail unless you absolutely have to Okay. that's what i would do right exactly so I, so i just kept going and then by the time i got down to the bottom of the hill it was long enough that i i kind of slowed down and it was fun and then i wanted to do it again but yeah 
So there's a little bit of that still in me, but not as much. I'm definitely, I don't like getting injured. That's for sure. I I hate injuries. I learned it. I learned it the hard way. And I thought I could recoup my love for it like two weeks ago. And I realized I'm piss poor at it. I'm not built for that. So I quit. We used to, Mm -hmm. honestly, though, when we were growing up, remember, I remember the BMX bike was like, that was the longest tenure we had. We thought we were like sons of anarchy driving, biking around Mill Creek on our BMX bikes. We used to remember we used to call Velarushan Vel. Be like, yo, let's go to Vel. People be like, what the fuck are, what are you talking about? We're like, you've never heard of Vel? We're like trying to rip him. Like, you don't know what Vel is? They're like, what the hell are you talking about, man? We take him. It's like these shitty dirt jumps. Yeah, those like- things. And then there was just like these older ass crack kids. I remember, I don't know if you were there the one time when I, uh, I brought my wallet with 40 bucks, my whole life savings with it. And those, <laughs> the kid, I, we went to Walmart and I left my wallet there and the kid ripped me off and I biked home crying. I was like, mom, this guy stole 40 bucks from me. I don't know how she got in the car. She get the fuck car. We're going. So we flew. No yeah. We flew to McDonald's. We were driving around trying to find this kid. We find it. I was like, that's his bike outside of the McDonald's. We walk in my mom. His name was Spike. It was something weird. I was, it was like this ghetto <laughs> Spike. Kid. Hey mom, it's Spike. He stole my 40 bucks. You walk into McDonald's and this kid's sitting there. He probably bought his meal. My mom walks in, starts reaming him out the whole nine. He's like basically crying after he stole Dude, I would be scared shitless if I saw your mom coming after me. That's a terrifying lady. Your mom's tall too. Both your parents are really tall. Yeah. I got the height from my mom, thankfully. Yeah, dude, you, you're, uh, I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. You got to slow down, dude. You're growing, like, <laughs> dude, you should see when my Nana, I think my Nana saw you somewhere and she's like abnormally short, right? So like I I tower over her and she was like freaking the fuck out. She was telling me, I don't, this was a while ago, but she was telling me that she saw you and she was, she, she's like, that's not him. Like there's, there's like three of them yeah, stacked you, on top of them now. Like yeah, that's not Yeah, based him. on when the last time she probably saw me, it was like, that was that little quarter <laughs> with the fucking Bieber cut. Man, yeah, we had- we had so many good stuff. When we were spitting the one, the, I know you want to take this one with either the Kumon one. You you can give that okay, one. Okay, I gotta that say the was, Kumon one because that's a that's a that's a staple AJ Metson. Okay, so I took AJ Kumon to, from two days. AJ, used, yeah, you used to take Kumon, right? So uh, and, and you were pretty diligent in doing it. You didn't fuck around when oh, you had to get it done. That's all of my done, mom. Right? I used to get yeah. grounded on the day. Uh, I remember you would get grounded all the time because you didn't do your Kumon. So. <laughs> <laughs> so so we would all we would play and and me and aj we developed this system actually because we play video games so we would call each other on the phone we play modern warfare 2 and we would boost for like four hours we would play we'd go to maps (laughs) all these maps all those maps we play attack insurgents and just boost right so we would do this a lot so one time i was like yo do you want to you want to hang out and play and he's like yeah i'm like well let's go play outside so we're playing outside and he, this is just not AJ's day. You just, you were, I don't know. You were just, you didn't really want to play that day. I could tell. So we played for a little bit and yeah, we played. I don't even know what we did. We probably ran around the yard, but we played and we're, we're I'm making it sound like we're kids. We're probably like 13 at this point. Yeah. I mean, we're kids, but not like little, we're just little kids. Around, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're just like, horsing around. So then AJ's like to me, he's like, uh, yeah, man, I got to go in. Like he just said, like, I got to go in, dude. And I'm like, well, why? He's like, I got to do my Kumon. And when the K word comes out, Kumon, it's like not cumin, oh. Kumon. It's serious. Like it's, it's business. Like, this is, it's business. Hey, All, get everything out of my else way. stops. Get it out of my way. I'm going inside or else Kim's coming after me like Spike. Right. So <laughs> go in and do the Kumon. So, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, whatever. So AJ goes inside and we have our houses were right next to each other and we shared a, a side yard. So if you walk through the side yard and you just look right, you could just see his basement windows. You could see the whole basement so i'm 
putting around to go to my backyard to go shoot hoops on the basketball court. And as I'm walking, what, what do I see? I see a little fucking AJ Metzen downstairs, just right into a game of COD, like right into it, grinding as hard as he can. So I'm offended at this point. I am beyond belief offended. I think you came I'm, to my door. I, I did. I Well, first I knocked on the window and you heard the knocking, but you just, he didn't look. He just kept looking straight. You're in headlights. <laughs> he, he just he kept looking straight. Like you knew, oh shit. Oh. he's calling me out so then i went to your door and i was knocking it i was pretty much just like like how's oh, come on going blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's the first you, beef we ever had <laughs> i was upset for a little bit i'm like dude he fucking ditched me to go play cod we didn't even boost together yo half the cough my college friends will say the same damn thing like well i'll be going on be like nah man i'm staying in gotta do homework and then they'll fucking, they'll facetime dude, me i'll answer and i'll be playing cod it, and i'm like I'm absolutely priceless moment my favorite part was when i caught you because i had this feeling of like this is kind of hilarious but fuck this kid at the same time and then when i knocked on the window and you didn't look and you just kept looking straight <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was too scared to look up i knew your face was just giving me that look from the from the window just pissed off you got my face is, i'm just there scoring you i'm just like what the fuck that's probably one of my favorite stories i actually have with you just because of how funny the whole thing was and how it all went down that was priceless all the beefs usually came from like the the, the games like we had the one where we tape we had believe this or not we had wooden sticks that we found in the bush and we ducked <laughs> we duct taped two walkie-talkies to them it makes no sense this was like our first real this person is your shooter. idea actually you came yeah. up with this idea so so we we duct taped walkie talkie each other's stick and like you can call a ring i don't know so if that's you right. got wrong it means i saw you and i shot you first or whatever that's what it was yeah so we played legit for like 10 minutes and then i found like a a hack or a way out of it not an easter egg <laughs> i found a loophole in the game i made that matt had no idea i went so i have like a two-story house so you could see my backyard from my parents room <laughs> And we basically had the boundaries of our, our bush and our backyard. So I snuck into my house and I sat up top in the, in the window with a stick. And Matt was <laughs> running around the backyard trying to find me. I got a, holy shit, I'm going to die laughing. And I kept pinging him. So I saw him and I was shooting him. And he got on the walk. He's like, where the fuck are you? Where are you? Where are you? What are you doing? Everywhere I'm running around, I shoot things. <laughs> he thought I was hiding in some tree. And then my mom walks. I got grounded for this. My mom walks in the in her room. I'm standing in her room with a stick. In a walkie-talkie. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm beating Matt. She's like, why? She's like, we're like, well, we're playing this shooting game where if you get shot, and she's like, aren't you supposed to be outside? I was like, yeah, but like, you can't see me. She goes, AJ, that's cheating. And I got in an argument with her, and I got grounded for cheating, cheating the old game I made. I kept running around the backyard and every two seconds I hear ding, 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 ding. So then I started going to the front yard because I'm like, okay, like what's going on here? You're losing the... your shit. <laughs> In the front yard, I kept hearing ding, ding. So I'm like, this kid's just mashing the button. He just keeps hitting. This guy doesn't even see me. And I'd call him out and be like, oh, you're right around the tree on the left. And he's looking around. I like, can't figure it out. I thought he was going to snap the stick nerf guns. Me. I don't know why we would just get Nerf guns and just shoot Nerf guns at each other. Oh, that would Remember so when we easier. progressed to paint? The Keenans had their paintball guns. No, no. We had like, we had like sun. I took my dad's Oakley sunglasses for eye protection. He was so fucking mad. And then we're running, <laughs> we're running around Mill Creek with paintball guns, putting them right on each other's backs and just sniping each other in the middle of the woods. Just, that's probably shit. why we didn't. That's probably why our parents didn't give us any of those. Hey, yeah, we always wanted one. 
I always wanted, and I wanted some form of a projectile when I was a kid. <laughs> some form of, I just wanted something that I could just shoot, someone. like can. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, injure you maybe. No, I just wanted to shoot targets, and my mom was always like, "Never, ever, you're never getting." Anything. So I never did. But then the paintball guns, yes. And other people had airsoft BB guns too, like the Hargises. They had like a, a, a oh, fucking. Yeah. We, a, a they were full, allowed to do anything they wanted. They had a full fort at their house. They were building like Fort fucking McMurray over there. <laughs> it's like, That's one, the place you wanted to be. Dude, one day, wasn't one of them walking around with a ghillie suit? We're in Mill Creek. We're in, <laughs> we're in one of the nicest subdivisions in the city. <laughs> and someone's walking around with a ghillie suit and an airsoft BB gun in the streets. And people are calling, like, what the fuck's going on? Is there going to shooting here? people, too. They're just firing it off. Everyone's like, yo, who the hell? Because you can walk through all the bushes. Off. So, like, through the whole neighbor, you can walk, you walk through, through common bushes. Yeah, you walk oh. through everything. Man, was that was... Remember when we used to do those... Uh, I actually used to thoroughly enjoy these when we did like a neighborhood uh, uh, hide and seek. Day. Oh, yeah, those the, ones! The yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole the whole neighborhood did it. I would wake up, I get on my little bike, and I would just putt around house to house and pick up everyone's shit. I got I'd so much trouble. I'd, I'd have like twenty. My mom would give me twenty bucks. I I'd come back with fifteen things. She's like, "Get rid of it all now." They She'd would sell be, it. Know, she would flip it. I know they'd be so pissed. I bought a lava lamp one time. My mom lost it on me. I was like, what's so greasy. What's wrong, with, what's wrong with the lava lamp? Just not having any of it. Didn't not want any. But yes, the neighborhood hide and seeks were awesome. Those games would actually, if you were it, I mean, that sucked. Man, that nobody will ever do that because everyone's way too mature at the age of seven now. But that was the time. Those were the, well, man, that was like, see, this is the interesting, interesting thing about our generation is we're very much a part of the, all the social media and all this, obviously. Right. But when we grew up, I mean, when I was in high school, I remember when Instagram and Facebook, well, Facebook had been out, but I remember when Instagram and Snapchat, definitely Snapchat, when they first came out, you know, we lived before some of these social oh, yeah. media I platforms existed. I totally miss it. And, and dude, I remember weirdly enough, actually, I don't know why I remember this day as clear as I do. Maybe this is the reason why maybe some, I had some insight, but like, I remember I woke up one morning and I, you didn't have to call anyone. You didn't have to say anything to anyone. There was one spot. It was right next to Tanner Carter's house with that empty lot. And that yeah. would set up jumps there. And every day in the summertime, everyone would I would be bike there and everyone would be down there. I, I, you didn't have to, there was no calling. I, I, I always wonder what it was like for the first person who got there. Like he just gets there and he just he waits. Just like, All right. I, I, I hope everyone's coming. <laughs> like no one checked this. Otherwise, he's got to go door to door. Everyone showed up on time. Everyone was ready to go, and we would just hang out. And I remember one time riding my bike over there, thinking how simple and beautiful it was. I'm like, this is great. Look at this. Man, I, saw, I just get to yeah. I get to ride my bike over here. All my friends are here. We didn't have to call. And this was before I wasn't even thinking about phones and nothing like that. Now looking at it, you know, with all phones and shit, boy oh boy, would I love to go back to just how it was like that. It was so oh, genuine man. and pure. Tons of fun. Easier time. I run on Twitter one day and it was like, do you like you woke up one day and it was the last time your buddy ever came, ever came to knock on your door and you'd play outside. And I was like, damn, that kind of hit home. Got me like tearing up a little bit. I was like, yeah, That's I don't. True. I don't I don't remember when that was, but that all was probably... of a sudden it just stopped. It had to be high school, but like it still just stopped. Well, it probably definitely stopped in high. Well, that, that right when I got Facebook, when I went into high school, I got it. That's, my, that's when I got a phone and when I got Facebook, when yeah. I went into high school, when I was in grade nine or 10, 
Snapchat came out. I vividly remember I was on a hockey trip. We were on a tournament somewhere. And I remember Johnny Hammond came running in the room. He's like, you got to get this app. He's like, you got to get it. He's like, like, you got to get it. And it had Snapchat. And he was like, you were sending videos. It's hilarious. And I remember thinking, this is so stupid. You could just text people videos, right? Whole different world. I got it and it was a different ball game. And then we all started saying, we're like, this was designed to specifically send nudes. Like we're like, this is definitely. Yeah, like people exploited it. Yeah, we're like, this is definitely what this is for. But I remember when those started to come in before when they just started getting instantiated. Now, man, go open your Snapchat and go look at it. You have a map. That tells you if assuming where your friends say, oh, yeah, the, which most people do. They say, I leave my location on, let Tom, Dick, and Harry know where I am every <laughs> night. Sure, why not? Right. So, why not? So, you, now you have a map that tells you where people are. You have a community Snapchat. You could just check, oh, what's going yeah, on in our just, community today? You yeah. could see like a bunch of fucking weirdos posting all kinds of weird, random shit that you don't yeah, even know is going on in your city. That's the treat is when you go into random cities and look and it's like, damn. And there's all kinds of weird. So it's like, and that, you know, that was, I, I've been out of high school now. I graduated in 2016. I've been out of high school for four years. So maybe about another fucking two years, five, six years, probably about six years ago, maybe seven years ago is when Snapchat came out. Yeah. Like my grade 10, your grade nine. Yeah. And, and it's like, you look at it and it's like, so we did grow up. I mean, we're still part of this generation, but when, at least in my childhood, I vividly remember there was a lot of time when we had no phones. No, no you just nothing. go to the door. You, you, I knew everyone's house number. Everyone's you go to the door. Number. You go to, you know, everyone's house number. You go to the door. You actually know everyone's phone number. Phone number. That's what I meant. Phone number too. I still you know, remember I, Adam's, I, if he did oh my God, recite my, my, his phone. Did yours have a 13 phone? in it? Did yours have a 13 in it? No, it was close though. Fuck. I mean, well, for me and you, I just go over. I just like, nah, I, your parents would answer, be like, hey, can Matt yeah, play? He'd be like, no, he's eating or he's doing homework. Or you'd be like, hey, can Adrian come on? He's like, no, he's grounded for the next three weeks because he ripped off. Yeah, you were always grounded. Eh? What went on with that? You were grounded. It was Kumon, man. It was that <laughs> Kumon. Was, it caused it, it wreaked havoc in my life. I used to like, I was an idiot. So, like, Kumon, so you get these booklets, you do them five days a week, seven days a week, and they were long and I hated them. And I used to rip the pages off and hide them. Like I'd rip mm-hmm. off the back page, like no one ever know. And for years I'd go in and like the teacher would be like, yeah, so you're missing like six pages this week. And I'd be like, oh, I don't know what happened to them. And then they tell my mom and my mom would go on a search warrant in my room and find like 10, 10, 20 pages from the last week. And I have to sit back, do them all. She'd ground me. Oh man. I was oh always, man. Kumon was a, it was, a, it was a good one for you. I remember when it would be like, when you were doing, like I said, man, Kumon was serious time. That was a serious word. The, the minute the K word came out, it's like, okay, all fun gone. There was a drinking game for every time you came over. My mom's like, no, he's doing his Kumon. We'd both be pretty I, hammered right now. I'd be an alcoholic, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Time. There's no, no doubt man, it was there's some oh, there's some other good stories. Like there it just well, progressed. Well, there's all kinds. Like, first of all, remember when we dug that huge hole in the front yard in the snow? We had huge snow banks. Oh, yeah. Just a hole. I think my sister did it. And we were all proud. We were like, whoa. <laughs> we just like, dug actually- a deep ass <laughs> hole. We just sat in there. It was, like, it was like the best hole. We were so proud of it. We were like, whoa, I can't believe this. But uh, uh, the ding dong ditch. Those are some good stories. Oh, my mom was the- used to it. As strict as she was, she always let me do ding dong ditch. She's like, it's what I did as a kid. And I was like, <laughs> that's all right. We're it's the best, man. Well, they're, just like, they're just like, go do your Kumon, but when you're done, go play Ding Dong Ditch. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. You can break all the... Man, go, I, go. and the thing was, is we thought we were so slick, but there's like oh. six kids on Mill Creek, and they always knew who the hell it was. Well, well that's the thing. is like your your perspective of things is so small, because we're yeah. like, they're never going to find us. There's millions of people in this world. It's like, yeah, okay. There's only X amount of people in Mill Creek, and they know that there's out of those people, like a certain amount of kids that they see Bunch outside of- running around every day. <laughs> every single day. <laughs> every single day. 
So you're probably the culprit. <laughs> well, no, we, uh, so AJ gets a new neighbor. No, it was one over from your house. Yeah, okay? right across. Pretty much a new neighbor. And it was an older couple. And uh, they, were, they were nice. They were nice people. I talked to them after. I confirmed they were nice people. But uh, so we're just like, let's play ding-dong ditch. So we're, I don't know, we must have been hitting up some homes. But I don't know whose idea it was to hit up that house. But I was the one who was granted the beautiful opportunity of knocking on the door. So I go to the door. And uh, I don't know what you were doing. You were probably getting ready to run. We would always be yeah. like a commander. <laughs> right around the house. Yeah. Yeah. Like ready to bolt. So I go and knock on the door and, and we didn't ever do anything like pound. We, just, we didn't knock. light. We didn't put shit in bags and light on. Fire. Yeah. No, never did anything that just straight knocking and running. We thought that was hilarious. So I knocked on the door and I swear to God, the minute my, my knuckle hit the door, the curtain just the front curtain of the house flew open and this old guy's just sitting there with a drink in his hand. He just looks out the window and he just sits there for like three seconds. He just kind of stares at me. And I'm just like, holy fucking shit. I've been spotted. Like I can't run now because we thought we were going to jail if we got caught. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I live three, three houses down from this guy. He's I'm, I'm screwed. So he comes down. So I'm like, Oh my God, what do I do? What do I do? So I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay. So he comes to the door. He's like, you know, Hey, how's it going? And I'm just like, Hey, uh my name's matt i put my hand on like welcome to the neighborhood man you guys just moved in here it's so like 11 the most mature 11 year old ever he what this guy was elated he was on cloud 10 he was like oh my god you are such a nice young man he's like and then he's like i see you and your brother running up the street all he's talking about me and aj we're not even related he's like i see you and your brother running up the street all the time you guys are beautiful kids like uh, enjoy and he just loved me so i was like proud of myself that i got out of it but then i felt like shit so i remember telling my dad the story because nothing bad happened so i thought it was funny and he gave me shit he's like you know what could happen he's like what if he fell down the stairs and died he's like then how would you feel <laughs> like, the same, extreme scenario. the most extreme scenario he's like what if he fell down the stairs and died i'm like what if someone went to knock because they had to knock actually and he fell down the stairs like, what do you mean so i felt like shit after that so like that was that was a good that was a good time though and we would hit up other homes too. Like remember when we tell one we hid behind the tree because we were both super fucking skinny. So we could hide behind anything. Yeah, we were like, we were 75 pounds combined and we hit up the street, the house literally across from mine. Like they couldn't see me, me or Matt. So we hit the door and the guy comes flying out and he's pretty he hit the door. And we, we hang up, we hang out with the two kids of the house and we knock and the guy comes flying out. Me and Matt are like huddled behind a tree, like just like hugging each like, other. Basically like, like, please God, don't find us. Like we're talking like, you know, when you see in the cartoons, when like they hide behind the tree, like they go sideways. That's that what worked. we did. And I mean, people worked. make that joke to me this day. I turn sideways and they don't see me. So it worked. It actually worked. It I remember, worked. I remember the one time there was a cop on our street, like right across <laughs> And we, he was like super strict that we all knew, we knew this guy was like an absolute Nazi for like the rules. And I, I did it to him and he comes flying out of his house and I'm sprinting across traffic and I look at one car and I just stop him and I keep booking it like easily could have been smoked by the car. I had no fear of anything. This guy scared the shit out of me though. I was, I was, was really ready of... to hit by a car. And, and, and well, there was a lot of, there was a lot of characters in that neighborhood, man. I mean, you know, it was a nice neighborhood, but you had a lot of interesting lads living in that neighborhood. You know, you oh, had some man, interesting the people, best. the further, the further down the street you went there was a lot of interesting people there was we some just, interesting things that went on yeah you remember when you just target jared stefanici's house over and over oh we used to go i remember when we would play ding dong ditch at jared's house all we the just time. target his house and his mom would jared jared would jared would uh he would his he would get he would just like one day he would just like show up at my house and he would just be like outside my door and he'd be like hey and i'd be like hey and he'd be like you want to hang out i'm like 
Yeah, sure. So like, just like that, like simple shit so like that. So easy. Just, it, just like that. You know, he used to come to my house and say, hey, hey, boom. But uh, you remember when your hat got thrown in the ravine? Yeah, you threw my hat. And my, <laughs> no, my, no, no, no. Michael threw your hat. Oh, no, Michael threw my hat. And I got so mad. And my grandma came out and reamed him <laughs> the out. The orange And your grandma came out and fucking lost it. Yeah. Lost Why it. are you bullying Dude, your whole family is nails. You guys are all nails. They like will your kill mom, someone. Yeah, your absolutely. Your dad, your whole family, your grandparents, you guys are all. <laughs> I, came, I came home crying to my hat. My nice hat got thrown in that orange muck. And my, my grandma comes flying out right into the backyard, screaming at him. And he's just like, he thought he was just laughing. He thought he took my hat off, threw it, and he started laughing like it was a joke. Yeah, that was a dick move, actually, because he ruined the hat. I remember that. Oh, I was totally, it was like, totally it was ruined like it. Rusty. He right. I was so mad. Well, I was going to say, like, what even the hell was in that ravine? It smelled like it was shit, but I don't think it, I don't think we just had open sewage flowing in that, that subdivision. I hope not. Maybe it was. I don't think so, though. <laughs> dirty Mill Creek water. Remember when I got the sled in the snow machine? Man, I was going to say, we used to just do circles. <laughs> <laughs> like a backyard it's like a nice backyard it's pretty big but like for us for a snow machine it no, totally wasn't... totally impractical for a snow machine but i <laughs> wanted one because i would go hang out with my buddies in hayden like blake and they oh yeah they had all on the ice so i'd be like oh this is the best we got to get a snow machine so i remember you know I, I'd be, i told my dad and then we ended up buying one and that's all i did i just did sir actually i hit a tree in your backyard I remember yeah. I cracked the front of the cab. I hit the literally just do circles, like just, just circles, circles over and over and over just, and over again. Yeah. In the backyard. Yeah. That was fun. And then we sold it the next year. Yeah. <laughs> I it was like, only a, had it for a year practical. and we sold it. Not practical. This isn't going to work. No, man. We absolutely flew through time. Dude. I knew this was going to happen, man. 30, 37 minutes. And I swear to God, we started two minutes ago. I know I blinked and now we're here. Yeah. It was an absolute pleasure having you on. We got to have you back, man. We, I Dude, like man, we got to do this again. Stories. I want to say my, my band is dropping an album on yes, December 12th. I will link. Yeah. December 12th. Uh, wait. Yeah. December 12th, 2020 is when we're dropping an album. It's going to be sweet. Come listen. Enjoy it's it. We're going to put it on all the streaming pl platforms. I have no idea what we're going to call it yet. Our band is called the uncanny Valley. Uncanny uh, check Valley. us out on Facebook. We got a, we got a website I built. We have an Instagram page. Check us out. Uh, we do a lot of gigs in town, but right now with COVID, we haven't been doing any. Things no. are kind of shitty. Yeah, plug anything you got to. Uh, the Uncanny Valley. Hopefully, we'll get the album name soon. We'll throw that up on the Instagram. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for having me, dude. It this was a great. blast, dude. I, this, I missed this, this made my day, man. Yeah, this made my day. This good was good catching blast. up. It has been a great time catching up, dude. Okay, peace, brother. Thanks for coming on. Ciao, buddy. That wraps up episode six of Broken Boney. Man, we had an absolute blast doing that. We had one too many laughs, reminiscing on the old times, all the good stories we had. Honestly, I forgot about some of those, and bringing those back was an absolute treat. Before I go, I do want to plug his music. His band is called The Uncanny Valley. You can check them out on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. I will plug them all those links down below. The kid can shred a guitar like no man I've ever seen, so if you like some good music, check them out. Awesome group of guys. But that's all for this episode. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.